Girl, I know this might seem strange, but let me know if I'm out of order or stepping to you this way. See, I've been watching you for a while, and I just gotta let you know that I'm really feeling your style. <coughs> oh, excuse me. We're gonna make Ready now. There Ready. we go. Okay. Yeah. Hello, everyone. I'm Tamar. And I'm Aura. Welcome to Marginalia, episode three. Very excited to be back in the booth to bring new things to you all today. <laughs> <laughs> We're giddy. We're very tired. It's, it's midterm season. It's, it sure so, is. You know, it, it's snowing. It's snowing today. Yeah, October. like why is it snowing in October? Because it's Massachusetts. The Massachusetts. It's Massachusetts, <laughs> and in Massachusetts, snow just happens, y'all. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we're both exhausted. You we pushed each other to make it here. Actually, Yo, she pushed me. It happened though. It was it sort happened. of magical. Yes. It, listen, R and I are both the co-historians for the Ada cabinet the sga ada cabinet and that means we and that means <laughs> we document adas and create a public profile for them through social media and through collecting items and images for the archive so we spent a lot of time thinking about the representation the visual representation mm-hmm. of adas on smith's campus so we met with the cabinet and talked about different ways that we could increase our visibility through social media right and through you know the bulletin boards and the campus center and different ideas <laughs> and projects like that um so you know it took us it took us from a little bit to get from there to in this booth but we did it we got here mind you i had <laughs> back-to-back classes and then Ooh. i had to go right into the ada cabinet meeting and That's mind why I was you so hungry. yes and mind you i as well was hungry and i was coming from springfield yeah. massachusetts teaching some students some art you um, know i saw your email and i was just like is she really in springfield or i is was she in i swear East hampton okay which y'all. brings us to today's topic <laughs> which brings us to today's <laughs> topic cuffed or uncuffed which are you <laughs> So people seem to think I'm lying and out here in East Hampton being cuffed up, but quite the contrary. My ass was really in Springfield. I was not in East Hampton with this new person, human in my life. Um, But let's talk a little about that. Let's talk about cuffing season and how things are going for people. I mean, I I completely missed drafting season. I I thought I had something, but (laughs) the universe was like, just kidding. (laughs) Wait, so how does drafting season work for you? Explain. Um, you know what? I'm going to pull this thing up. But but basically like towards the end of the summer, you know, you have you you you, you develop a nice little roster and then there are yes. certain yes. you know deadlines and mm-hmm. you decide which one you're going, going to keep. Do you have certain names that you save them under like in your phone? Like, save who? I don't even have anyone. I like to text right oh. now. Like it's oh, bad wow. for me. It's it's been a bad Mm. What is this? This is my third semester here. It, it's yeah. It's been a bad year. It's been a bad. It's been a bad. It's been a very dry year. year. I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. My, my situation is a little bit different. I didn't. You know, I deleted a lot of my summer roster to date someone exclusively. I put that in in air quotes um, because it wasn't really dating. It was more fuckboydom <laughs> engagement. I basically was engaged engaging with a fuckboy, and I didn't know. He was a fuckboy until I caught him on social media. And this is the first time, I'm, let me say this, this, is the first time I ever did the social media stalk kind of thing <laughs> where I had to like double check a Twitter to see if he was doing what he said he was going to do. And lo and behold, he was on some fuckboy shit. Actually, no, because I feel like fuckboys mm-hmm. are more clever. I feel like they actually like... A fuckboy is Don't a fuckboy. Don't post anything. Yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. A fuckboy is a fuckboy. I thought fuckboys were a little more clever about their fuckboydom. But this one was messy. Yeah. So, good riddance. I He's mean, gone. you know, 
Yeah. And now I'm, yeah, no. Cuff. Cuffish. I'm, I'm, I'm cuffish. Cuffish. I am cuffish, y'all. Cuffish, meaning I am not fully committed to this idea of being cuffed because let's be real, Or and I are Adas and I'm at the point in my life where, me personally, where being cuffed means a little more than like, like it, it means a little more than it did, I guess, at 23. You know, it me, for me, like I'm meeting people who are at this age where they're ready to settle down, they're yeah. ready to have kids, and like, and I have had to confront this reality recently. Like, okay, I'm gonna start meeting more and more people who are just ready to dive into this whole traditional marriage thing. And what do I want? And do I want to do that? I don't know. And that's what we were saying earlier. Like, it's difficult because you know we meet men, and and it's either one or the other so it's like they're either fuck boys mm-hmm. or they're ready to propose and mm-hmm. it's just like can I get something in the middle can I get some kind? Yeah. yeah which which does not exclude the possibility of a com- of a long term commitment but like but just that's yeah that doesn't have that panic attached to it yeah I mean I don't know and like for me personally I, I'm nowhere near ready to settle down like I'm, I, I don't want to <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I, don't, I, don't, I, really, I don't want to. Yeah, I, no. just, I simply don't want to because... I feel you. And it's going to sound a little selfish, but I don't care. You know, I'm a very selfless person, so mm-hmm. it, it's okay to be selfish sometimes. But mm-hmm. I don't think I've... Like, I don't think me, myself, I'm in a position to meet... Like, I'm not in a position to settle down with the kind of man that I want. Mm. So so basically, it's Ooh, like... okay. You know, yeah, like... I have thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, so just for, as an example, like, a lot of people want a Jay-Z, but, you know, mm-hmm. you're not a Beyonce yet, boo. <laughs> exactly. So that's how I feel. Like, exactly. I, I'm, I, like, I want my Jay-Z, but I know I'm not Beyonce You're not yet. Beyonce I'm, yet. I'm nowhere near my, the Beyonce in my head so that I want to be. So you know you can't, you're not ready to attract the partner. Exactly. That you I, I'm not, I'm nowhere near ready to attract the, the partner that I want to end up with. That so, is real. And, and and the kind of guys that I meet today, they're they're cool, but you know they're cool for now. But they're, they're you're just not good enough. Mm. And and even now, even where I am now, I feel you're not good enough to have me. Mm. So, but you're good enough to play with for now, right? But right. Then, and but then it's weird though, because then I have this other side where <laughs> I want to play with you, but I want you to treat me differently than you treat everyone, everyone else. else. <laughs> So, which so I, leaves you in a very difficult position. Yeah, like, put me in a pedestal because you need to know that I'm special. But I'm not asking for commitment. Right. So, yeah, I don't Damn. think that's too much. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, be committed to the thought of me being the queen of your universe, but you don't have to feel committed. Yeah. But you, we, get, you, we sort of just messing around. Don't catch too many feelings. Right, because that's why I can't find anything because <laughs> I'm complicated. But seriously, Basically. it's like... I don't want you to commit yourself to me because I'm not committed to you. But that right. doesn't mean we can't have something meaningful. Right. Right. You know, where love can actually be fostered in friendship. Yeah, like, exactly. You know what it is? I think there's a people struggle with more like contemporary ideas of dating where like it can just culminate in a friendship. It could just be like you meet a really cool person that ends up being your homeboy or homegirl for for life. But I think people are are they feel attached to this idea like if it's not going to work out and become a marriage or something very serious and monogamous then we then, failed then we f- it's a failure uh, yeah and so yeah and, and see that's, that's and I've been guilty of that and then uh, which speaks to who I am though <laughs> you that's alright that, that, you know we're all about right. discovering ourselves right now so right. it's all good we're right. at that age yeah Um. but I struggle I'm struggling with it because I feel like I feel like I'm not ready to commit to someone for similar reasons. Like, at this point, and, like, blame Smith because Smith, in so many ways, has helped me shape my sense of, like, value. Like, my my sense of self-worth, I think, because I think I view my talents differently. As as, as much as I have am severe imposter syndrome here, I still view my talent. I'm beginning That's because Smith does have a lot to do with... Yes. with, with increasing my self-worth your self-worth because you yeah. know what you're capable of now uh, exactly. in a way that's different so like literally i'm in here even though i'm struggling like yo i could do whatever i want i could do whatever i want from here i can that's that's exactly I can, how i <laughs> which means i can have whoever i want so like why you and you can and you can't right so why you but then i met someone who on paper so far 
is giving me the things that I want, which are superficial in nature in some sense, but like tied to like the larger picture. Like if I wanted someone who could co-parent, I want someone who's financially stable and someone who could like commit a certain amount of time to, to the relationship. But at the same time, I'm like, I want that, but I want that in Dubai twice a year. And I want that. <laughs> He's too in, safe. In, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to be with a safe person. I don't want someone who sees their local community as like, as like it. Yeah, I don't want to be a housewife. I'm not. He want, and I'm dating someone who wants a housewife. Uh, yeah, I don't want to be a housewife. He I ultimately mean, wants a housewife. Yeah, nah. Mm-mm. And I'm like, I'm not the one. I'm like, what you're attracted to is not housewife material, but you're actually attracted to like these dynamic ass, smart ass women. Like, it's not gonna be a traditional thing. So it's I'm, not. I'm 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 working on the. I'm committed to the idea of it as a project. Like, let's see if we can get to know each other and like find a way to fit together where we're not trying to change the other person but both people feel satisfied like I do like a sense of like stability and like traditional home with my partner so I like living with my partner but at the same time I want to be able to travel yeah and you not be tight I just I don't know I, I want to dip for I'm three so months I'm so unconventional like I <laughs> I believe relationships are good for two years Ooh. And then you should take a year off to yourself and then get into another relationship for another two years. And then maybe when I'm 50, 60, (laughs) no, 60 is crazy, but maybe when I'm 50 and and I'll pick my favorite and settle down with him. Oh, my God. But up until that point, I just, I I don't, like, there are too many people out here to love only one and to only be loved by one. Like, no. Spoken by a true Aquarius, y'all. Yes. Spoken by a true... Motherfucking Aquarius. That was some Aquarius as like globally thinking <laughs> shit. Humanitarian. Humanitarian right? ass shit. Like, let's just love each other and like choose later. Yeah, like, why do I have to, you know, I mean, and if it's amazing if you do find that someone that you really can be with from now till forever. But even then, you got to think about it. It's, it's rare that you find someone that's been together for 40, 50 years and like they never broke up. True. Or they never cheated. And or, even if like, they were together for 40, 50 years, yeah, they were cheating. Yeah, there has to be. It's there like, was something It's natural. Happened. There was a split, a separation. There, I mean, let me not speak too soon. I'm sure there are some people out there who have this impeccable like record of like devotion and romantic or love. Or maybe their penises doesn't work. <laughs> Listen, that's the, a thing. That's penises, a thing. Penises, or is it peni? The peni? <laughs> <laughs> are you talking about penile, penile dysfunction? No, no, no. Um, the plural form. Never mind. I think it's penile. I'm getting all my no. sneaky shit. Yeah. Well, y'all, what is... Write us in. What, what is, is the, the plural, plural of, penis? of penis? Thank you. No. <laughs> um, we should talk about Western mass dating. Yeah, that's really what we were supposed to get into. Just um, women of color from... Yeah. New York or other larger cities coming to western mass today let's just send to an all-girl school at smith yeah coming to smith from and you know it doesn't even matter if you're from a city like being a poc in western mass and dating is incredibly hard what i've noticed is like okay you have the academic community so you have people who are enrolled in school grad school programs phd programs who are still often younger than me yeah then you have like farmers farmers let's like we ain't there yet you got faculty, oh, <laughs> administration of these places, they could be out here, right? But often they are married, I, I've noticed, or like in serious relationships. Then you got the farmers. You got the, the local blue the collar working, yes. local people, t- you know, people, a lot of a lot of men out here, especially working like construction, working contracting, um, the type of jobs that you would have in this area, like people who maintain like landscape design and um and build houses repair houses farm this is a we basically live on farmland like people want to forget but smith's basically situated on farmland the locals are are farmers or work on farms or pad some yeah, we're definitely to surrounded by farms definitely yeah. surrounded by farms and predominantly white like predominantly dominantly I'm, i was white. about to say just say all white all, it basically <laughs> is all white and like a sprinkle of black people, and we are—we're we, a very visible part of that sprinkle of black people. Like I dead ass, I'm sure. I'm sure you walk through town and you're like, there are no other. You know, bees. it's so funny that you say dead ass. What? Not, <laughs> what? Have you seen the whole dead ass thing on social no, media? No, I haven't. That was a whole sidebar thing. I'll get back to about that. About dead ass. That New York thing. Yeah, that's ass such thing. a New York thing. So. That is fucking New York. <laughs> dead ass. Like, mad. Bee. Mad. Like OD. All of that. It's OD white, y'all. It is OD it is white. OD white. Dead OD ass. White. <laughs> dead ass yo and like 
It's been horrible. So Aura and I have used Tinder. We both use. Have you used OkCupid? Okay, nah, I listen. I did Tinder for like two weeks. <laughs> then it was a wrap. After that, it was just Why, like. Why though? Tell the there people. are so many weirdos out there, and it's just too difficult to weed. It is like to weed the potential out from. Like I, I just you know, and, and like I told, like I said, I, I met a guy, and um. He's really cool. Like, we're actually still in touch now, but I'm just not really um interested in him in that way. Not right now, anyway, but it, it goes back to what we were saying. Like, he, he's too safe. Like, he, he I think he was from the city, but then he went to school out here and decided to stay and has a house. And, and you mm. know, and it's just like, that's it? That's all you know? Like, like that's all you, you want? Doing? What are your plans? <laughs> yeah. What are your plans? So I mean, and, and you know what? I, I'm not. I'm not gonna say he doesn't have any because I, I really didn't even take the time to mm-hmm. ask. You were so, feeling them. Yeah, you know, as a friend, yeah. Right, but like right. a, in that way, no, no. Wasn't he didn't have enough edge for me? Mm-hmm. Like that's not. I, I, I was the exciting edgy, one, of course. Well, you're always gonna be the exciting yeah, well, one, especially true. out here. Come on, <laughs> like I bring light to this person's <laughs> life. Let me not. I sound like such an asshole, <laughs> but I do. Like he's bored out here, and I'm coming through. I'm like, motherfucker. What you ain't gonna do, and what you need to do, and have you read this? And, like, he's just like, who are you? And it's exciting, but I'm bored. I was about to say, <laughs> I was about to say, but we want excitement. I'm like, now you, your turn. You're like, Nothing, uh... nothing. They got nothing out here, y'all. <laughs> nothing. No, it's really tough. It's hard. Like, and and he's a man of color, and this, and even then, like, and it's so crazy though, because that at least you you really you found you know kind of that. I mean, I guess I did too in a while, <laughs> in a sense. But... Shady. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, right. Like, shady, like, yeah. You know, he got a job. He got like, a that's job. Cool. He's self- he's employed. He's he's moving towards self employment, which is really cool. Because that to me, already oh, that's says, exciting. Yeah, like if you're willing to take those risks to like, yeah, be an entrepreneur and do your own thing. I'm like, all right, so maybe you'll take that risk to leave the country and like do this kind of thing, like the right. things that I'm interested in. Um, he made a note to me that like because I'm considering grad, I'm definitely doing grad school because I I think I I would really regret if I didn't. Mm-hmm. But he made this note like, well, if you're in grad school, like, then no children. And I'm like, first of all, assuming I'm having children with you, one, like, that's first mistake. Second mistake, like, you don't get to decide when right, he I is. am ready to have children. <laughs> he does have the good point. Like, he wants a life where he's not putting his children into daycare. Like, he wants his children raised by his family. But. Right, while you go to work. I'm a smithy. Yeah, while right. He goes, uh, he to, goes work. to work and does you see it, that? And advances and career advances his and, and, career, and does his thing. But I would have to put my life on hold. Yeah. So which would mean, which you know, then I'd be like, you know what, motherfucker, you're right. No kids. You're right. That's basically what I thought. I was like, well, I guess I ain't having kids when I plan to have kids. Because I plan to finish what I want to do and like prioritize my career. Because the biggest mistake I made in my last relationship was becoming too financially dependent on my partner, and mm-hmm. when we split, like basically left with nothing i had to return home for a very short period of time thankfully but like and regroup and like get myself together and the only thing i would have done differently you know thankfully like we're on good terms and like i've settled like the emotional stuff but like i would have kept more financial independence from this person i really recommend i don't care if you're married to them or not like coming from a family of divorce like you people change in ways you would have never expected and fuck people, you change. Always have your own money. Always I can't, have your I own never thing. Never stress that enough. Always, always. Uh, I've, yeah, I've nannied for a family in the past who the father worked full time, the mother had recently had a daughter, and was just basically battling. And she she went to Oberlin, and she went to Brown actually. So like coming from this Ivy League background, like you know, and like having been employed, self-employed for a, while, a long time, like she was struggling with returning and putting her child in daycare versus not, and she ended up going back to work. But I think a part of the decision for her, it wasn't a financial burden. Mm-hmm. It was just like she knew she needed a life <coughs> outside of her daughter. Like yeah, everyone needs some sort of a life. Right? Like and then that's my my other struggle here is just the lack of, of a social life. Like. So it's like on top of minimal opportunities for dating and then I have no social life. It's like 
I'm that, that that's where most of my stress comes from. It's not even schoolwork or kids. It's it's because I'm lonely, bored, and horny. <laughs> so that's where like the majority LBH, of my stress mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> comes from. So you know, it, it's tough though because you don't realize that when you have it for, like when you're just so used to having those um, like that in your life already. Then when you don't have it, it's just like. Like, yeah. I never was skin hungry. Like, that's a thing. Mm. Like, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. So For it's real. just like, oh, this is crazy. Like, you know, but whatever. whatever. So I just go home when I can and make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> and make <laughs> Because mistakes. it's like, all right, I'm home. Let me just do as much as I can while I'm here mm-hmm. and come back or whatever. But no, I'm just kidding. I don't really make mistakes. In New York, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, what mistakes can you make here, though? Because... No, no, no. That's what, like, when yeah. I go like home to New York, I still call New York home Definitely. because. Do you have, like, people. On reserve for when I mean, you return. I mean, yeah, this is one dude, but like, I'm, I'm getting annoyed <laughs> just talking about him. <laughs> no, so, let me know, stop. He's like, he, he's all right. He's in the he's on, he's in the file. Yeah, he's there. He's the only one that's been there, but it's just like, eh. like okay. I, I like I know he's cool. Well, you know, I know he's not gonna listen to this shit. Like he's cool and everything, <laughs> but, but it's just like, I know I'm settling. That's one problem. But then another, mm. like a lot of it is is me though, like. I'm not a good communicator. Like, I have an attitude and expect you to figure out why. <laughs> like, okay. I'll, bl- I'll block you and get mad because I didn't Ooh. hear from you. I mean, sometimes that pettiness, you know, when, when you're dealing with certain types of people. And that's the thing, because you're dealing with certain types of people. Because you know what you can get through to him. Honestly, if you could be more direct with him, you probably would have been. But, like. I could if I want to, but it's just like, I don't. It's weird. It's like, I don't want to invest so much in this. Like, I like, I like I you, but you. not enough. I feel you. But but now, but I'm mad because you're the only thing I have. <laughs> you're the only one on file right, right now. now. Yeah, because I'm not meeting anyone here, and you know, like, even so, when you go home, it's, it's Tinder, okay, Cupid. One thing I'll say about okay, Cupid, it's annoying, but in your situation, it might be interesting. I was getting hit up a lot by because I basically was on okay, Cupid for a minute. I won't say when because it would it would totally it would set me up. Um, I don't need that on file. When I was on OK Cupid. Okay. But um, that just set me up. But I basically <laughs> was on OK Cupid just like in the past month and a half then, technically, not even that long. But I basically created a new account and tried it again and was receiving mostly trash. Um, one really racist Whoa. white dude, mm-hmm. like... Because often, like, white men just want to sexualize black yeah. women. And, like, it's purely for sex. But they literally could care less if you're dead on the street the next moment. But, um, and that's not extreme. Because he, like, was straight up like, okay, N-word then. If you won't have sex with me, like, you a nigger. So. Whoa. Yep. <laughs> that's, anyway. That's just too many weirdos. I can't, like, I, I yeah. had it for a little while. And I was just like, I gotta delete this shit. Which is a I, thing I felt like here. I was attracting negative energy by having it. So I have Listen, to get rid of it. I was oh I was at that point until I met this recent person who was just like clearly new to it, clearly not hip to it. Yeah. Which I liked. I'm like, okay, here's someone who's fumbling through this, so that means they're not successful. And like, that put means a blurry they don't picture do this often. and like asked him to put on more pictures. I was like, this is a bullshit ass picture. Like, hello. He was like, Okay, give me a chance after work tomorrow, put on more. And he put on more. I was like, That's cute. That's cute. Like that was really funny and corny. Like you're clearly like not hip to this shit so mm. I'll actually like give you a chance and it ended up working out well of course the awkward one but like the ones who are savvy I figure I think the savvier they are on a dating app the more likely they're a player honestly well yeah makes sense yeah like if their whole social media game is selfies and they like clearly are on there and they like know which angles to show First of all, I find it really unattractive when I see men in particular, like, post multiple selfies of themselves. I think that's, like... And there are studies that, that say that it could indicate some psycho... <laughs> like, some, like, some, for real, some, like, psychopathic things. Some like, Yeah. Um, so, there's that. But... Uh, I don't know. I'm like, let me, maybe dating. I'll try it, but... Tinder's trash to me. Tinder's see, my ideal trash. man is too busy. Of course. Uh, to me. <laughs> no, that's real. <laughs> my ideal man is too busy, you know. I feel you. Like, my ideal... Or doesn't want to be on paper. My ideal doesn't want to be on <laughs> a dating app and, and doesn't like it, but is But, but, but then that... We, we are where we are, so... Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's like... It's just a matter of, like, what's convenient and what's not convenient. But yeah. let's talk about dating ages. Because let's open up a reality here, y'all. 
we are Adas. Adas are various ages from 24 and up. And obviously that's a gap between us and the larger traditional population in terms of age. And this is a, a women's campus, but dating happens quite fluidly and there's a very queer presence on campus. But dating ages, how young is too young? For me? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, it, it depends. It, it depends on mentality, mental stuff. Nah, even then, though, I don't think I'll go below 27. See, that's real. That's and yeah. that's, That makes sense to me. I would now, I can't do below 27. I, I have this, uh, um, a quarter, quote, quote, right now, I guess, and he's, um, he's 24, and he's actually really, really well off because he plays basketball but he's mm-hmm. too young like I just mm-hmm. can't do it like, he's too young and he's in, but it's the mentality too it's, it's just like I mean doesn't your brain not completely form till 25 like aren't there you some know, even physiological th- changes yeah, that need to that's take place so, like I can't I'm, and I'm, I, like I have teenage sons like I'm not th- raising a third boy th- Thank you. And, you know, I just want to emphasize that because I've had a lot of conversations with traditional students who don't understand why I wouldn't date. um, This is separate from what I mentioned to you before. Mm -hmm. But, like, why I wouldn't date someone that much younger than me. But, like, often there is a 10-year age gap gap between me and some of the trads. Like, it's not going to work. Like, I'm at a point in my life where, like, I've made enough mistakes and these you know, these people are just beginning to start. Like, in my early 20s, I was fucking up. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You're supposed to be making a lot of messy I mean, well, mistakes. you know, we, there's never, there's no, I don't believe, there's no such thing as too many mistakes. I don't mistakes think Mistakes so. are our teachers. They're, te- they're but teachers. there are certain mistakes that aren't mistakes. You don't want to keep playing all bad decisions. The bad decisions, <laughs> absolutely. And like, and you, and you should be making some bad decisions. I was making hella bad decisions at, tw- at 20, especially 21, even more so, oh my God. Um, so like, yeah, I can't date someone who's not at that point where, like, they've... I, I need you to have been... Had your heart broken a little bit and understand what independence is from your family, lived off, you know, away from your family, and, like, actually tried to forge a partnership with someone because it just... Yeah, it can't work. I don't think it works, and I don't, gender has nothing to do with it. Some people will say, well, what about, you know, older men dating younger women? I don't think that that's a wise choice either. Like, it doesn't matter. And it has nothing to do with gender. Like, even in a lesbian relationship, a queer relationship, whatever, it's the same thing. So, yeah. That's that's definitely too I prefer dating older than me. That's my preference. And by older, I don't mean, like, a decade. I mean, like, a few years. Like, I I like the sense that you've kind of been through a little bit more than, than me. Yeah, like... So you want a teacher a little bit. Not a I mean, teacher, but someone who's no. not surprised. Someone who can see my actions and perhaps offer, like, a wise perspective versus me feeling like... I feel like women naturally, and obviously this would be different in a queer relationship. Not a queer relationship necessarily, but, like, it would be different in a relationship with a woman. But, like, women naturally give a lot and often give more because of how we're socialized. And I feel like if I was dating a man, especially, like, I like you said, I don't want to be raising... Like, you're going to be raising a man even if he is older and is more experienced. Yeah, definitely, to an extent. To an extent. Because they always want that sort of mother figure, They always want that, you know? right? And men are just socialized to be, like, immature. A friend of mine, Lily, Lily LaPayrollery, shout out Lily, um, mentioned that immaturity is central to masculinity. And I believe that. Hmm. Like, masculinity is inherently immature. It's based on, like, a superficial, like, performance of strength that's not real, that's not actually rooted in... Like, masculinity doesn't... It's not real. It's not an actual thing. It's a construct. And it's based off, like, this notion of, like, this ideal white male figure that, that we know doesn't exist. Yeah. And so, therefore, like That's what you're mirroring, yeah. If you think about it, like yeah. masculinity is based off this, like because men are weaker patriarch. than women, like emotionally. That's one way to say it. Like, yeah, men are definitely. Like, They're terrified of their emotions. They think we're more emotional. They're as emotional. They just are fear and fear of it because it's and they aren't as resilient as women. They're but not. That, that's because we go through so much more. We're forced so, to. Yeah, exactly. So, so we, like mentally, we in, we are we, we develop endurance. that resiliency. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas they can't handle these situations. If you've ever seen a man who's, like, been socialized clearly to not have to deal with any women's work whatsoever, like, with their kids, 
Yeah. Have you ever seen these men like out and clearly like like they're giving mom a break, but they don't do this and they're struggling yeah. and like they look <laughs> they don't a hot know what mess. To do. Like it almost reminds you of like a teenage boy, right? It, this could be like a thirty-five-year-old man, and you're like, wow, like you really just don't. Like, did that make sense? To that you? doesn't make. Yeah, like <laughs> what, how? Wh- why didn't you bring a stroller, sir? Like, aren't you understanding? <laughs> so, like, yeah, men are inherently masculinity is immature, and because of that, that really limits. My, uh, yes. Yes. (laughs) Immaturity is central to masculinity, y'all. And there's just not many ways to get around it, I think. So. What does that mean for us? What does that mean for us? Women at the largest women's college in the nation and our future engaging with men. What does that mean? You know, I don't know. It's in being with a man, especially with all the shit that comes with them, like you have to. I, I believe you have to really believe in that person. Like, not even in the relationship, but, like, I believe in you wholeheartedly as a, and yeah. as a person, so I don't mind supporting you Right. In, I want to see ways. your growth. Like, yeah, yeah I don't mind like contributing really, to it. Exactly. Like, so... Which is a friendship, which just really means a deep friendship. And you need to be friends with your partner. I know. <laughs> I just, I know. you know... I, you know... And let's remain friends after we break up because yes. there's no such thing as forever. I'm saying, I'm <laughs> I'm best friends with my ex, which is complicated because the person I'm dating now is tragically, toxically masculine in that he would find that offensive for me to have, like, a friendship. Really? An active oh, no. one. Mm-mm. And his culturally, you know, he's... West, he's I was about to get into that, culture. And it's a hyper-masculine culture and hyper, you know patriarchal patriarchal and i feel like that would just be unheard of like me being friends with my ex and that's a that's something i'm sitting with i'm sitting with a few things like one not being able to have like healthy male relationships or even develop them because i've never really had them to be honest like the healthiest male relationship i've ever had started here with my advisor mm-hmm. professor kevin kwashi like that's probably the healthiest like male relationship i have in my life right now which says a lot um with a queer man of color of course because i don't think it would be possible in another situation um but like what does that mean that like i'm struggling with like articulating to him that that's fairly very toxic male behavior and that like but he sees that as natural yeah and his, and his peers and his family would agree like the men in his family would be like of course well, you shouldn't like, have male it's friends. a cultural thing it's like a you total said, cultural so. thing but so I have to negotiate that. Like now, I'm sitting with like, how do I communicate to him? See, and then that's the thing with me. Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not negotiating shit. <clears throat> yeah. Like and, and then that yeah. that, that goes back to how I said, <clears throat> how you said earlier. Like I, I allow my partners to have a certain level of freedom because I want my I I need my freedom. It's not even that I want it. it I have to have it. Mm-hmm. So. And, and there are a lot of things I'm not willing to negotiate or, mm-hmm. like, meet you halfway. No, like, you then you're just not for me. You're and, like, and, you're and, the kid. She's like, compromise? For what? Yes, exactly. For what? <laughs> for <What's> compromise. That? <laughs> Stupid. That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> That's what she said. Stupid. That's exactly how I feel. I mean, and I get in some situations <laughs> I will have to compromise, but it, like... I would have to be getting a hell of a something in exchange for my sacrifices. Exactly. Because it's going to be sacrificed. Because that's what, yeah, exactly. Regardless, it's going to be sacrificed. And I don't want to sacrifice. Like, I'll I'll sacrifice partnership before I sacrifice (laughs) any part of myself. I'll sacrifice you. Yeah. I sound so cold and I'm really I'll sacrifice you, though. Um... (laughs) No, I'm really it's not, not cold. like, but it's, it's not just, cold. yeah, like I just, I, and that's the thing, like I need to be with someone who really accepts me in my entirety, and that's that's tough because I like I come with a lot of shit, like, and I have and like I, like I have a lot of shit that I'm dealing with, and I know that, so it's just like I can't deal with my my shit and your shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I had like one. Um, it's so funny though because I call him my ex boyfriend, but. We were, like, together for a couple of years, but we would never claim each other. Ooh. We were both Aquarians. We lived together and everything. But what? we were just, like, we didn't want to, and no one really, like, only our close friends knew. Like, we, like, but no one really, That's like, knew. Yeah. So, um, but he, he's the main, he's the only guy that really got that about me. And a lot of my ways bothered him, mm. but he respected that I was always upfront about it. Mm. So he just did his best to deal with a lot of the shit I came with or right. whatever. So... That was cool. Like, things ended, and we actually didn't speak for, like, two or three years because we're both wow. prideful. Right. But one day, I just hit him on, like, 
Twitter, like, hey. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then after that, he was just like, hey, and we just got, you know. Now we're, we're really, really good friends. Right. Like, you know, it was just like, it was stupid while we didn't even speak. But anyway, I bring him up to say that he's, like, one of the only people that really accepted me. Like, all of the, the shit that I did and stuff. Right. Like, oh. Like, oh I, I'm God. a handful. I'm a handful too. But like, you have to do that. You have to be that way to find figure out who you are. You, you like, you exactly, have to. How exactly. else will you figure out who and you, you are? And you have to be with someone who's willing to like take that ride. To take a ride. <laughs> like, one thing I will give to this person, this new person, is like I can see. Just I can, and it's an intuitive understanding that I fascinate him and bring him joy. So I'm like, that's a starting point because at the very least you interpret my behavior as, like, joyous and, like, interesting, right? And fascinating. <laughs> so shit get real. Versus, yeah. No, okay. no, And we've talked about it, like, how arguing, because I'm a really quick crier, and, like, I get very emotional, but then, but then I get over things very quickly. Yeah. Whereas I'm not, I don't do too well with people who hold on to issues, mm-hmm. and he would be the type of person that would be probably mad for, like, days or, or hours or days. Right, right. And then that would piss me off. So and then like, it's like a cycle. <laughs> So we've talked about our arguments and, like, how to deal with them already because wow. I can already tell he's the type of person that's, like, he's very even-keeled, generally the same mood. I'm moody. I'm all over the place within a day, within an hour. And I feel like... He, but when he goes, when he turns and gets mad, he gets really mad. Wow. Whereas my mad is more mm-hmm. like, you can get me out of it. So we right, had right, to right. talk about how to deal... What's his sign? With argument. He's a Taurus. Oh, Taurus, Yeah. He's a stubborn-ass earth sign. The fixed earth sign of the Zodiac. And I'll be honest. Honestly, I've always wanted a Taurus. Yeah. Because of their stability. And because I'm such an emotionally unstable person. <laughs> that, like, they tend to mellow me out. Because they're boring. Shout yeah. out to all the Tauruses. Y'all aren't boring. Nah, but Y'all earth signs are, are boring. steady. Even, I can, like, I, it's predictable behavior. Virgos are their earth signs too, Even if right? you're messy. The guy yeah. Even if they're messy and a yeah. Virgo, they're consistently messy. Yeah. So like, whereas me, you know, you never know what you're going to get. You really never know what you're going to get. I might be consistently inconsistent. Yes, exactly. That's how I am. That's, that's, <laughs> that's some air sign shit. That's a Gemini. That's a true Gemini. Like, never going to be the Aquarius. same. Aquarius. Yeah. <laughs> You know, signs. So, so but I like it. Here with dating, though, I'm I'm about to just preserve my pussy. <laughs> pussy preservation. Yeah, and then just <laughs> hold it down. Really, like. Oh my god. And the, my my entire <laughs> first year here, I I was um I was pretty much celibate, not even really by choice, but it's just just the way the shit happened. And then um, summertime happened like a couple of times, literally. I'm like TMI. Wow. Don't, but hey, fuck it. Hey, hey. But now I'm 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 just back to like. You know what? What I'm gonna do? Just keep giving myself to people, to undeserving people. No, I'm not gonna do that. No, so no. Just there's a time and place for that. Early twenties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I had a, my whole phase. Yes, you, you, have, you have to have, have a whole phase. phase. <laughs> you know, and you can have whole ships. You know, whole ships like that are healthy whole ships where like you both yeah. know that you're honing and like sure. And it's okay if you keep you know little hoeish tendencies. Yeah. for the future, because you know whatever. <laughs> Exactly. You only live once. <laughs> exactly. You know, you've got to have some hoish tendencies, I feel like, in order to keep things exciting. Like, I don't think the yeah. host should ever completely die. No. Like, and we should talk about that in some future episodes. Like, really, we should break down the archetype of the hoe. What is a hoe? What is a hoe? The hoe is so subjective. And it is. And, like, let's, like, actually think about that. But, like, I really want to hold on to some of my hoe, my hoedom, because I feel like... <laughs> my hoism? <laughs> like, I feel like my hoism served me, in even in, like, relationships that are more monogamous, because I feel like... Like the archetype of the hoe that I respect is is a free thinking hoe. A, <laughs> I'm not gonna gender the hoe, right? So a free thinking hoe, like one which follows their passions, one that is sexually positive liberated, and liberated, yes. um, but safe, right? right? And um, and one that is emotionally in tune, like where their sexuality is not a crutch for like some emotional issue that they're suppressing. Like I, I wouldn't mm. want the hoe the hoeing to be um you know anchored in some sort of like self-destructive thing right no on. you just gotta hope for you you want to hope for yourself you know <laughs> you want to hope for yourself you want to hope for the hope because you love it hope because you love it hope because <laughs> it makes your day better hope 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 for the future and hope for your friends hope Wait, for, hope your, for family your family <laughs> and hope to the your, end hope to the end <laughs> to the end that is mine and it did no but it was like oh my god Christmas. how did we even get into this i don't oh, know yeah. how we got into it but i just yeah the whole 
and I've struggled, y'all. I'm a, you know, I might have to leave this here, um, but I think I struggle with my whole ship because I feel like what I've confronted in this more stable-ass relationship is hoeing and what my possibilities are for hoeing in the future and, like, what commitment looks like while wanting to hold on to some of my hoeing ten- hoeish tendencies. See, and, and that's why, you know, I, like, I feel I'm going to have a good balance. You know, you just, you know, commit for, like, a year and a half, two years. How do you commit for a period, though? What control you know, do we really have? Well, for me, I, you know what it is? <laughs> you know how that works for me? Like, I swear to God, none of my relationships last. I've never even been in a real relationship, to, to be clear, but... My theory is everyone has been in a relationship, whether it was a situationship. Yeah, I or guess not. okay, but I've never yeah. really been in in, in um, monogamous long term. No, even not yeah, like I've been monogamous and even mm. long term, but it's not a not a real one. And mm. what is a real one now that I say that out loud? But anyway, that's a question for another time. Mm. But this is how it happens with me. Why <laughs> my average is two years. Mm-hmm. The first year is always fun. Mm-hmm. It's like the first year is really fun, and we're getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. And you know, by the end of that year, now you develop strong feelings because mm-hmm. you're so used to that person or whatever. But then the second year is is when the problems arise. Oh, yes. Most it's, people break up around the second and third. And year. And that's why I do because you know what? Like I don't. Then you're just dealing with issues. Then. Yeah, and 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 like like I walk away. Mm-hmm. Like I have no problem walking away, and it's not even a. Like, oh, my God, I'm scared. But it's just like, all right, this isn't... I'm not going to keep arguing about the same thing, mm-hmm. and I'm bored with this now, mm-hmm. and, you know, chances so are like, I'll probably like, have my eyes on someone else anyway. You're already <laughs> looking. Hey, 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 you know, so, be honest. It's, it's just like, you know, this is over. Like, yeah. and a lot of people at that point, they try to... Like, they water a dead plant, and, and I don't do that. I don't mm. water dead plants. It's just like, this is over. That's real. Yeah, so that's I, the way mm. it happens. The, my first year is always cool, and then the second year, by the end of that second year, it's just like, all right, I got to go. You bet. Okay. Yeah. So that's how it happens. I think I definitely, like, I've only had like very short term relationships and then very serious long term relationships, right? Mm. One in particular being like the longest that taught me like what it means to stay when you're unhappy versus go and like some of the things that hinder you from leaving. Because honestly, I think for a lot of people, it's a matter of convenience. Like your your lives get tied up together, especially if you're living together, and yeah, then walking away becomes much harder. You know, because then mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, if I leave, I'm I'm moving, so then I have to displace my life and like that. And like in my situation where I was living with this person, I also worked with down the street. Yeah. So it would have been like a complete change of my, and it did. I had to change my life. I, I came to Smith, mm-hmm. so you know, so I had to consider that now. I'm, like, trying to be careful because I don't want to fall into that trap. I tend to find these sort of, like, daddy figures, mm-hmm. right? So people who can take care of me or who want to, and that feels comforting and, and gives me security. But at the same time, I don't want to feel trapped. I don't want to feel like I don't have That's my own. That's what I was going to say. You, you think, you know, you, you think you find, or you probably did find the security mm-hmm. and, and, and it's comforting and you're comfortable and you feel safe. And while it feels good, it, it's really hindering the fuck out of you. It hinders the fuck out of you because you don't know who you are until you're alone and truly alone. Mm-hmm. Until you see, I've been like, single, single for like five years now. Mm-hmm. And that's you the only fun. way to know how you truly function, like to know what you you do with Girl, your time. Even then you don't know shit. True, but you <laughs> know what you're not doing out. though. Yeah, that's you know true. what your hangups are. Like you know some of your patterns and behaviors for your daily yeah. functioning. Which I feel like when you get tied up into another person, it's easy to get tied up in like, oh, we're gonna eat dinner. Like, let me plan for mm. our dinner, or we're gonna do this. Versus, oh. I have to eat dinner, and I need, and I, and I also had on my to do list to do all these other things for myself. Yeah, that that is another. Right? Thing. I was supposed to post the blog. I was supposed to do this, and like, then there's that. So yeah, that's what I'm trying to deal with, y'all. Like, how to be an independent tomorrow? While how to be one while being with one, one. <laughs> one. So we're talking about this in my race and love class with Kevin Kwashi. Shout out to the people in race and love in the African Studies department. By the way, we are presenting on the major um this monday and i will be presenting and talking about how i incorporate art into my studies in the africana studies department so shout out again but one of the classes i'm taking this semester is race and love um excuse me the presentation on the major is november 1st tuesday november 1st at 12 p.m in the campus center 103 and lunch will be provided um but one of the things that we're talking about is the one 
the I it relationship versus the I thou relationship. So the I it relationship could be like the relationship one has to a person prior to falling in love. Like they are just an object of their affection. They are just mm-hmm. like something that you might want to own and that titillates mm-hmm. you versus the I thou, which is the unraveling of the self, where it's not even about your orientation to them necessarily as like an other. It's more about the encounter of love and how you can almost and how you must surrender to it to become a new and then the a new part is separate from yourself and them. So there's almost like four people in the relationship. There's the two. Wow. Indiv- is that what you sent me? Because I didn't get to around to reading it. Yet. I don't know. You sent me a link. It's possible. Something. Okay. I have I to double check. Up. Okay. But like we are both in our I it orientations right now. And what does it mean to you be and he? No. You oh, and you me, and I. Okay. Right? Yeah. And then say we are to form a relationship. It would then be about. Not how you serve me and boost my ego, but but what we are building together and what I become through yeah. loving you, right? right? Which is not about changing the person or changing yourself, but purely like surrendering to the project of love, which is one that is not based on what you desire necessarily from that person, but what you build with that person, like mm. genuine loving. So that and which is something to think about. It's not even like a, a definition, but like thinking about like a, what does a love project look like with someone? And what you're talking about is almost like the ideal really like evolved sense of relationship where you maintain your integrity as an individual and and what you want to do right you can be free to take jobs where you want to take it and travel and do what you want but you can still come back together right and what is it that brings you back together that's the thing like if you want to have your full life what is it that brings you back to that person and makes that person worth it i guess part yeah part of you know not that you have to answer that right now oh no you know what i'm saying I mean, but it's like I said, like, there's a, you have your own, you each have your own lives, but then you also have a life together. So, you know, it it is tough though, but I I have to have, like, I have to have my own life. And I like, I'm really, I don't want to run things by you. (laughs) Unless I, you know, like, right, right, right. You know, so. You almost want to be with someone who would have, who would agree with what you Yeah, and that's tough, you know, because. Like, if something comes up and, and I want to... So, if I have to move to the other side of the world, like, I don't feel it's a discussion we need... Like, it's not a conversation we need to have unless we have kids. Right. But it's just, like... This is something I want to do. Yeah, like, I'm I'm telling you because this is... I already made my decision whether right. I'm doing it or not. Right. So, either we can... Now, now, the only conversation there's left to have is are we breaking up or are we going to do the long-term, the mm-hmm. long-distance mm-hmm. thing, you know? Mm-hmm. At that point, that's the only relationship that that's gonna happen. But if I want to do it, I'm it's gonna happen. You're, you're gonna you do know? it anyway. Yeah, even if I was married to the person, right. I think you're like that's why I probably wouldn't like even get married. But like the only plan. thing, children is, mm-hmm. is the only thing that Would is like I you. now we yeah we have to have because that's a shared responsibility. Exactly, right. you know, and that you know, just, yeah, exactly. So. Right. No, my friend always says to make decisions for travel as though you're single. Yeah, and you I have believe to believe it. You know, one of the the things with like one of the problems with a lot of people's idea of love like people think love is possession mm. L- like love is possession and and people weren't meant like ma- weren't made to be possessed mm-hmm. so because we're together doesn't mean i own you or you own me mm-hmm. and that's that's a, a big problem that's where like jealousy comes from mm-hmm. and, and and this is just like it, it's and some people that's do want. Some is. people do want to be possessed some people do want to be yeah you're right and that's where <laughs> i am i'm like do i want to be possessed do you <laughs> I don't know. There, y'all. I mean, there's levels to the to, to There me, are levels because I'm with someone who very explicitly talks about possessing me and like ownership and ha- and wants to feel a sense of ownership of me. And even when I brought up, you know, like my plans study abroad for study abroad next fall, um, a comment was made like, "Well, that's not going to be good for me." Oh. And I'm like, okay, I, obviously I'm still going, right? And I made that clear, but I maybe think I'm like, interesting, like that's not going to be good for him. So what does that but mean? But he doesn't think like what, what he, but it's not there's not the thought like oh but that'll be really good for, for you. For you, which would make you happy, which is good for me. Yeah. So even there in that <laughs> possession, like he's lo- he lost a sense of like what the purpose is that we're together right. for. But then you know he probably didn't even think that deep. And I'm sure he it. didn't. But yeah. ultimately, like that's what that's rooted in. Like yeah. that's a selfish. That's the I it. Yeah. That's not the I thou. Whereas I the I thou. I into this. You got yeah. We'll yeah. talk about it. The I thou is more like. That's beautiful. You're gonna look at you. You're gonna be traveling. Yeah. Wow. But just, you know, we're, we're just <laughs> like, at this. Sta- we're just yeah. in a space where we need to, like, we're learning about ourselves, especially now coming to Smith. Like, our, our like, this is completely different, probably, from the lives we had a year or two ago. I can't recognize what. Yeah. I was doing exactly. So we're we're in that space where we just have to be 
Mm-hmm. We just have to be. So be. me yeah. personally, relationships don't work for me right now because the relationship you have with yourself is going to be the most important relationship you have ever. <laughs> you know, can I argue? Is there a lie there? No, there's none. So yeah, we just you know we just got to hold it down. I just I just be wanting a little you know. Boo, though. <laughs> a little, little I, I just want a little, a little boo, like, Just yeah. a little cuffing, little side cuffing. I just cuffing. need you two weekends out the month, maybe one weekend out the month. Part-time cuffing. Yeah. Part-time yeah, cuffing. You know what's crazy? Because that was my whole um proposal to do. I was just like, yo, I just want a part-time boyfriend. A part-time cuff. That means when I'm in town, <laughs> recognize that I'm in town, and this is my time, and, and when I'm gone, like, like, you don't even have to text me, really. Yo. Like, we could talk a couple yeah, times I, a week, but, like... I actually you know. prefer if we didn't. Um, <laughs> no, we Don't look talk, at me when like, I leave the think. room. <laughs> don't look my direction. I, like, and I, I am a detached person, but at the same time, I'm attached. This right. is, right. you know... But, like, I, I just... When I'm around, when I'm there, I want to I wanna feel like I'm there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, appreciate it. But then... Because when I'm here, I'm too busy anyway. So, exactly. it's like, it's cool. You know, I don't need you to be on my back uh, mm-hmm. 24-7. But that relationship with yourself yeah. first on that note, y'all, I think, I think, yeah, I think that's, I think that's the note to end it on. You know, what is that relationship you have with yourself? Yeah. And the part-time cuff. I wish we, we could, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I wish we, we could correspond with our listeners or, or be we more do. engaged. We really want to cor- correspond and like, and set up an email for you all to, to reach out send and like questions send your questions. Thoughts. There is a lot of knowledge here. We joke a lot, but you know, between Aura and I, there there are a few solid years of experience. Um, not just as students, but as women in the world, mm-hmm. like surviving versus studying. And I think um, it would be really interesting to hear some of you and to hear some of your ideas about future shows and subjects. What we we hope to do is bring on some people for interviews. Yes. So, you know, you can send in suggestions for that as well. Um, but we want to do a lot and expand this. So we really appreciate all of the support. And just listening, obviously, and sharing is super supportive. So thank you to everyone who's who's done that. Listen um, and share. Listen and share. <laughs> and share, like. Share, share. <laughs> yes, and comment and critique, you know, yes. all that. Send us, send us all that. All right, y'all. Until next time. This dude. What was that? I'm Doug. Bye, y'all. Bye. You was Doug.